Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Morning, Erica. Morning. You all right? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I think after 18 episodes, we should probably ask the listeners how they are as well. So if you're listening, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear them. Um, I can hear you've got some drilling. I do. My neighbours appear to be having a whale of a time behind. (laughs) So I've no idea what they're doing. So apologies for the background noise. But I've opened the back door as well. So hopefully there's some some birds tweeting around as well. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So what have you you been up to? Uh, A lot. So cake-wise, I did the Cake Professionals Conference online, same as you. That was good. Um, I hadn't done, I hadn't been to one before, so I quite enjoyed that. I found it quite useful. Unfortunately, I had to shoot off at the end, so I didn't have time to hang around in all the um, oh little rooms afterwards, yeah. which was a bit of a shame. But I enjoyed what I did. Um, I've also had my Sugarcraft branch our forty year anniversary, so that was nice. We went out for a meal and a few drinks at a local pub, and we had a little tiki hut outside. It was so nice to be out because I think most of us hadn't been out at all for like the last year and it was the first time that we'd all properly met up, had a really, really good night out. It kind of really lifted everyone's spirits and you felt, it felt very safe because you were in a hut and there was lots of people around but they were nowhere nearby so you felt like you were out and among people and there was stuff going on and it was a bit lively but it wasn't like you were crowded, there was no one in your space, you know, it was very... Very nice. It sounds really nice. I love the photo. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What else have I done? I have done a little class with my next door neighbour. That was yesterday morning. Uh, She's making her partner's birthday cake. So we've made some bits uh, to go on it. That's nice. Yeah. So she's going to come back next week and we're going to put it all together because she's doing the baking because she likes it. She's she's good at baking. Um, Very good. Yeah, non-cake, I have, uh, we've moved at work back to Waterloo, which is nice, so my commute is now half the time. And oh, I didn't realise that you'd moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in a less exciting news, I have been a victim of bank fraud. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh. I was just locked on, by chance, logged on to my internet banking yesterday, yeah. and we'd only been paid on the 27th, so it wasn't long ago, and I'd noticed a payment the day before to asda for like 425 pounds it's like i don't shop at asda i don't have an account with asda i definitely haven't spent 425 pounds on a shop from me or anyone else oh no so yeah so i had to ring up the company so i currently don't have a bank card that's been cancelled i'm awaiting a new one which can take up to five days Uh, they have said if you want money you can go into into branch and ask for it and you know they'll they'll see your card's been cancelled and they'll give you the money and take but yeah you can't pay with cash in a lot of places anymore. It is all cards. It's all cards, um, yeah. I have got, a, I've still got my cake account card. It wasn't that one. So I could spend money out of that if I needed to. And I've got a credit card that I could spend if I needed to. So I can buy stuff, but it's just a bit of a pain not to oh. have my 
my bank card for anything. They refunded the money really quickly. Like that was back in my account oh, by, the end of the, by the end of the day because they could see it had been done for a different IP address. Apparently it was somewhere in Sheffield. And they'd really? already mm, and they'd already blocked a transaction to um Sheehan website. Oh, I was yeah. Like, yeah, I don't ha- I don't have an account on there either, so that definitely wasn't me. She was like, Yeah, I can see that's the same IP address as the other one. So yeah. Oh god. They resolved that, it really know, well. It's the hassle. It's the hassle it and is. the pain. Yeah. But they were very quick. Like I didn't have to wait long to speak to someone. Um, I was on the phone quite a long time, but yeah. they did everything there and then and it was basically all sorted in the one phone call. So it was quite straightforward. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Ooh. What have you done? Um, I've done quite a lot as well, bizarrely. Uh, again, Cake Professionals Conference, which I really, really enjoyed. Um, especially enjoyed listening to Alan Berg, uh, which I've now listened to all his podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> he was the um, marketing guy, wasn't he? He was, yes. Yeah, and he was and I've used some of his techniques as well. Excellent. Uh, which has produced um answers from people because he was talking about uh people ghosting you so not yes. replying to yeah. your emails um and this is like yes. after a quote wasn't it so they asked for a yeah. quote and then you hear no more yeah essentially that was really good okay. um i can't remember how when we where where i'd left the last um recording <laughs> had i done uh the llama photo shoot no you hadn't okay so done llama photo shoot um where i took a cake down to stable oak uh, mm. which is in harrisham in kent uh do you know what it was just a lovely day oh good <laughs> I, took a, I took a cake down and just let people photograph it and uh yeah, it was just nice to be outside and the llamas were reasonably well behaved very <laughs> <well>. <laughs> good <laughs> uh did my first reel on on instagram very Ooh, check you it. out <laughs> i know i know i was very excited it was only because the uh the girls at the photo shoot said oh you should do this i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> how <laughs> yeah exactly yeah they explained everything so uh so i did my homework and i went home and i did it uh, ah. so, but i've only done one so i must work on that <laughs> um i've done some sorted my classes for september to mm-hmm. do locally and I've produced posters and I've been bombarding Facebook with stuff. So fantastic. Hopefully that will uh, sort itself out. I had my second jab. Oh, Excellent. sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, if people want to do your classes, where do they look? Uh, they can look at my um, uh, Facebook page, probably the easiest place to, uh, to look for it. And it's Cake Innovations LTD on Facebook. Perfect. I'm trying to upload them onto my um, website, but it's not my it's not my strong point. So it's a work in progress. Okay. Uh, or they can email me on inquiries at cakeinnovations.co.uk. Lovely. What else have I done? Yes, I had my second jab, so that was fine. Good. I have been all the way down to Southampton uh, for football with my son. <laughs> uh, that was that was fun and Southampton Football Club were a real pain in the backside because they moved everything and I was going to go down and see Sammy from the business of cake making and I'd been in touch with her and I was going to go and visit her and yeah. then it all went wrong um Aww. because they were supposed to be playing football on the Monday so we were going to go down on the Sunday stay overnight yeah. and I was going to go and see her on the Sunday um but it all failed because Southampton FC decided that they were going to move it to the Wednesday 
Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. So it would have been lovely to meet up with Sammy, but it never happened. Um, but they were both on the Cake Professionals Conference, so I saw them there. Yes. What else have I done? Oh, I've got onto a couple of recommended suppliers lists as well with venues. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, I have been working really hard. <laughs> you have, you have. I have, yes. And yeah. it's paying off. It is paying off, yes. I've been down and met with both of them, so that's been absolutely lovely. Uh, so yeah, that's it. What have we got that's new? Because there's been a few things. There has. I am going to start with a thing that we are most excited about, and that is <laughs> the cake pin by Burnt Island Occasions. Uh, so this is a plastic cake pin, which to describe what it looks like, I'm going to say, imagine an old fashioned key that's quite ornate with all the decorative bit of the stuff at the top. And then it sort of goes down. And then imagine it without the bit that actually turns in the door. Um, that's kind of what they look like. So it's a it's a flat item. You can get a multi-pin pack or you can get a, um, a single pin so the multi-pin pack has either got um you get six in it and they come in two different sizes you get three double hole cake pins and you get three triple hole cake pins so these are the ones that look more like the sort of ornate key and the the pointy bit goes into your cake and then your flowers go through the holes and it kind of yeah, holds so they them stand up, up on the outside of the cake yeah, don't they yeah which looks really nice so instead of having to use like a wire and then to poke that into your cake you can buy these um food safe acrylic can be reused and washed in warm soapy water uh, so it's a pack of six for 9.99 currently reduced to 7.49 or you can get the single hole ones which come in either clear or camo the camo ones are a couple of different shades of green but it's not more than one shade on one pin it's just one shade per pin um again a pack of six in two different sizes they come in floral green colors so i would say they match the flower paste tape yeah uh, so that they're a bit more subtle uh, but again they work exactly the same way you poke them into the cake and then you slot the, the stems through the hole and it holds them up right and they look really yeah, nice yeah i like them so much thank you erica that i've just bought some lovely <laughs> Um, and the single uh, the single hole sets are a set of six, two different sizes, and they're eight ninety nine. Currently reduced to six ninety nine, and that is from Burnt Island Occasions. You can buy it direct from them. I think they look really good. I think it's something really different that we haven't seen before. I am interested. Let me know yes, how you well, get on when when they come through. I will let you know. Yeah, um, and the the postage wasn't a lot either, was it? No, it was one seventy five. Uh, so that's to UK. Yeah, um, I think that's very reasonable because they're charging it at cost and it's the appropriate yes. price for the size of the thing you're getting. It'll fit yeah, they're quite door, lightweight, aren't they? So yeah, and it'll fit through your, through your letterbox. So, yeah. That will very be nice. a good thing. Mm. <laughs> um, I've also got... So, this is not cake-related, but this is, I guess, to do with a follow-up from a previous podcast. So, we had our, our one about recycling and Sainsbury's Supermarket have started doing... Um, recycling in their stores of all soft plastics which I think is very exciting all flexible mm. plastics so where you used to be able to take your carrier bags um, you can now take all flexible plastics which means that we can now recycle our sugar paste packaging 
and probably most packaging that we couldn't recycle otherwise. Um, I'm just going to read quickly what it says. I've taken a picture of the bin in my local one. A lot of these schemes, when they roll them out, they'll roll them out to like a handful of stores. This is in, I think it's 507 stores. Like it's virtually every That's reasonable size store nationwide. So it says, yes, please, too. Bullet point number one, dry food, flexible plastics. So this is bread, cereal, rice, dry food bags, confectionery, biscuit and cake wrappers, crisp and snack packets. Bullet point number two is other food flexible plastic. So this is cheese wrap, peelable film lids, frozen food bags, fruit, vegetable salad bags and flour wrapping, multi-pack film wrap, cling film and sleeve and bottles. Bullet point number three is pouches and sachets. So this is coffee, confectionery, home care, sauce, baby food, pet food, microwavable food pouches, toiletry refill pouches, packets and sachets. And bullet point number four is non non-food flexible plastic such as carrier bags clothing bags bubble wrap magazine and newspaper wrapping toilet roll and kitchen roll wrap you can't put disposable masks and gloves in you can't put anything compostable or biodegradable no foam or polystyrene no general rubbish or litter and no medical blister packets and you can't re and you need to recycle at home instead of in store glass paper cardboard metal and the rigid plastic bottles pots and trays but I think that's mm. excellent because that is the first place that gets accessible to most people to be able to recycle most of those things. And they've teamed up with a company that recycles them all in the UK. So they're not going abroad either, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I haven't seen one yet in my Sainsbury's. Ours um, is kind of tucked out of the way. So it's wherever their plastic bag recycling was. It's that very same box that you just yeah well, our, ours have a our, ours have a row along the uh along the back of the store on the front of the store i guess mm. you know to come out it's and not check out. yeah it's not where the bins normally are it, where the big bins are if you have them in the car park it will probably be in store oh, no. wherever near like the battery no, recycling and that store, sort of, yeah yeah near yeah. that sort of stuff but, yeah i, I thought I, that I'd was like very to, exciting yeah i'd just like to hope that they um empty them as often or more often than they do our battery store <laughs> uh, so there was last time I went past there was about four bags of oh batteries plus the the tubes that they have yeah yeah um and they're just stacking up so wow. I do hope that they actually you know this is going to be uh, something that's going to work for them that'll be yeah great. yeah I think so and hopefully other stores will start doing the same thing or other brands yeah because it's very be convenient just to bring them back and shove them in there before you do shopping yeah, that would be really good. Yeah. Um, cool. I've also got Evil Cake Genius have got some dust palettes. So these are a... There's two different sets. There's a set A and a set B, and it's a set of uh, 24 colours. And they come in what looks like an eyeshadow palette. Uh, they're pressed, yeah. um, and the colours don't seem to be in any particular order. They seem to be quite random. There's quite a wide, wide range of colours. Uh, quite a few greens in each one. One seems to lean more towards the warm colours. So you've got oranges, more oranges and reds and purples, some mm. browns, lilacs, a couple of blues. And the other one seems to lean towards more cool tones and be more blues and greens, basically. Um, but I think if you haven't got any dust colours, they're not a bad place to start. They're $32.99, which is around £24 for 24 colours. So, yeah. Yeah they're new it's a nice way to store them i think if you've got to travel a lot they'd be convenient but if you don't travel a lot and if you've already got a lot of dust colors you probably yeah. wouldn't use most of them in there no or all of them equally do you know what i mean you'd probably be better off buying yeah. the individual colors you actually want yes yeah agreed so what have you found sam 
Um, so I have found, well, let's start off with the nice long <laughs> list of cakesicle sticks yes. um, from Lizzie Lou London. Um, their actual website is Lizzie Lou, it's L-I-S-S-I-E-L-O-U dot uh, com. And they have uh, the most enormous range of cakesicle sticks you've ever yes. seen, but they're acrylic, so they're washable and reusable, which is brilliant. Uh, but they have um, these fleck acrylic, they've got a fleck acrylic colour chart. Uh, mm. So they have a huge range, um, which go from kind of a classy black, gold and white. Um, and there's copper and pink and turquoise. So they're, they're really quite pretty. They um, look like, you know, you get the pens that have got the yes. little section at the end where they've got the glitter that floats up and down. They look yes. like... That. I was wondering whether it moved or not. <laughs> I don't think. I think it's. I think it's fixed. I don't think they moved. Yes. No. <laughs> Sad. Maybe they can use that on the next range. <laughs> Mind you, I suppose if you're tipping it's them up, a bit less. Yeah, a bit less reusable as well, or if yeah. it breaks. Um, and so they and they have a fluorescent range. Um, they have a frosted range. They have a mirrored range. And then if you keep going down, they just have a a, a normal range. Yeah, we counted like almost 50 odd colors in total <laughs> ranging between yeah. metallics plain colors all that sort of thing the fleck yeah. ones look really cool though they really look nice they do don't they mm. um i just love the fact that they can be washed and reused obviously it's a bit of a challenge if you're sending them out for uh, uh as an order um mm. to get them back but hopefully maybe to, to see them go in the bin would be quite sad yeah um but so they so they range so they've got two sizes. There's a mini, uh, which are three inches high, and there's a standard, which are four inches high. Um, the mini for the flecked, fluorescent, and the frosted are three seventy five for six, and the standard are four pound for six. And then I think if you go further down to the um, more standardised range. Uh, which le- less fancy they are 350 um for six and 375 um for the for the standard hmm. uh, but they but they then come in sixes and twelves whereas the uh yeah the more the, fancy the ones, ones are six. They're, they're in sixes um so yeah i quite i quite like them and i think that's a bit different as um nicer than your uh wooden ones but then yeah. you know providing you can reuse them yeah, we did say as well that they do personalisation, don't they? They you do, yes, which Air. I think is fabulous. So you can contact them directly and ask them to do a bespoke engraving for you. Which um, would be which fantastic. Would be for, yeah, would be great for weddings, for corporate events. Yeah, so, when we were yeah. saying for like corporate events or promotional things, if you had a little box by the side yes. of your store for people to put yeah. their rubbish in you could get them back and recycle them and wash yeah. them again I think, that's a, I think that's a brilliant idea i really do i think that's that's what they should do isn't it yeah yeah sure sure um and then the other the other thing that i've got is immaculate confection so natalie porter has um come out with a new flower paste um she says that it's a perfect blend of stretch and softness uh doesn't dry too quickly so i think it's quite a good uh good one for beginners to use or yeah. if you're working on something that you want a little bit more flexibility with 
um, and that is four ninety five for two hundred and fifty grams. And you can buy a kilo of it, which is all packed up in the two fifty gram packs, which is what I like because you don't want to open it and then watch. You're not going to use a kilo of it all in one no. day. No, so to try. It. <laughs> That's well, enough hours in a day. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, and that's sixteen ninety five. So okay. you can get that from her website at Immaculate Confections. Mm, and that only comes in, is it bright it's white or what, something like that she calls it? Something like that. Yeah, it's, yes, it's just, in, it's just in a white, I think. Yeah. I would expect good things from it, seeing as flowers is what she's known for. Yes. Let's put it that way. I would be surprised if it was rubbish. Highly surprised. I, I wouldn't mind having a try. Maybe I will um, invest. Yeah, I think next time I need to buy some flower paste, I might, uh, may give that a try. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Mm. Um, so, are we going to move on to our uh, topic? Yes, let's do that. <laughs> so today's topic, we're going to be talking about biscuits and cookies. Very nice. They've come right back into fashion, haven't they? They have, massively, yes. So have you made any before for orders? I've done some for like uh, end of school type things. But not, but not as kind of uh, wedding or birthday orders. But then okay. I would say they're not my forte, so I wouldn't. I, I will, I will offer them, and I'll quite happily do them. Um, but they're not my thing. It's my not what first you're promoting. thing that was, yeah. But I did, I did have a um, a bit of a play with some because I have been asked about doing some corporate ones that get sent out to um to clients Mm. and um but they wanted their logo on them and obviously they don't want to keep coming to me every time they send out like two or whatever so I needed to see if I could if I could freeze them how they froze and whether I could put an edible print on and they would defrost okay because I had heard or seen mixed reviews on the internet so okay I did. I I baked. I found a recipe online, although I could probably find a million in the book that I have. I have, but um, there were <laughs> no spread. No, I, I didn't want ones that spread. That's that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? Really, with cookies. So I just wanted a, a disc, something simple. I suppose, particularly not so much if you're decorating them with sugar paste, but if you're using an edible print that you've already got printed, you need to know what size they're going to come out when they're finished, don't you? It's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> So I, so I, uh, I did these. Actually, they came out really well. It tasted really nice, um, and I put some in the freezer without anything on, just to see how they come out. And I mm. put, um, I did an edible print. Uh, I do back it onto some paste first because I'd find that prints without anything behind them do show all the lumps and bumps and just yeah. don't look great. So, so I did that, and I've stacked them, and I've been really uh quite brutal with them um i just stacked them on top of each other into a container uh in the freezer did you wrap them first before you put like individually before you put them in or just no i've just plonked them on top of each other because i just wanted to see what would happen okay Uh, and they've been absolutely fine (laughs) and they come apart all right yes yes wow unbelievably they've come apart all right the ink hasn't run um, I do. I do wonder whether it's the quality of the print. Perhaps. Um, yeah, 
um, I, I don't know. What I do need to do, and I haven't done yet, is I want to go and get them and individually package them into uh, cellophane. Yeah. And then put them back in the, or not put back in the freezer. They'll already be frozen. It'll take me a couple of seconds. Shove them back in and then or defrost them in the packaging. Yeah. To see if that sweats. Yeah. So that's my next, uh, that's my next trial. But Ooh. so far, I've been quite impressed. Yeah. I need to give this person a whole batch of cookies pre, you know, ready to go out. Yeah, so they um, literally take them out of the freezer and then post it and that's it. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that's the that's the next plan. Mm. I shall see. That's mm. interesting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's about as far as I've gone, really, with cookies. What about you? I've done a few, like, over the years. So yeah. I've done um, a couple of pre- as presents before, which, to be honest, were a bit rubbish. Um, I just flooded them but it was before I really knew much about flooding and they were all a bit lumpy and bumpy but I was happy enough with them at the time yeah. um, I've done the ones I've done for orders I did one set for a birthday which was I think it was like a 21st birthday of a girl I worked with and okay. these were all like digestive shaped biscuits like just round biscuits yeah. um, covered in black paste that had a name piped in white and then had a few little black and white like blossom type flowers on it. So they were very simple. But as a set, they literally nice together. They were sort of birthday favours, if you like. Oh, that's nice. Grown up party bag sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if she was using them as, as place settings, actually. I'm not sure. But they were nice. And I've done a set for um, another someone else I used to work with, actually. And they were, will you be my bridesmaid's cookies? And I really liked making them. Oh. So I did some little dresses. So each set had a dress and a plaque-shaped one which said their name and then will you be my bridesmaid. And then they were in little presentation boxes. So oh, I think we nice. talked, I can't remember if it was last month or the month before, about the tiny box company boxes. Yes. Um, the little jewellery boxes. So I yep. used them because they were the perfect size and quite sturdy. Um, so I packaged the cookies in like an edible wrapper so you could see through it and then put that in the box so it didn't really matter the box wasn't food safe because none of the food was touching it oh okay I really liked them because they were they were nice to be a bit creative because I had a bit of you know a bit of leeway over what I could do with the design it just had to say with their name and will you be my bridesmaid and it had to be in the colours of the wedding. but And she wanted a dress. But other than that, I could kind of do what I wanted. Oh, that's so nice. That, yeah, that, they were quite fun. And I enjoyed them being a bit more intricate than just a name and a few blossoms whacked on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was a bit more of a, an actual project. So, yeah, they were okay, fun. So, I would do them again, definitely. So, I want to ask you, hmm. from baking them... Yeah. So, how do you store them then when they come out of the oven once they've cooled? Um, I just put them on a kitchen roll or on, what's the paper that goes in the oven? Parchment paper, paper. baking yeah. paper. Um, in layers of that, in a, in a old sweet tin, so like quality streets, that sort of yeah. thing. In one of those type tins. Yeah. With the lid and on. Then, and then, so do you ice them the same day? Or no. do you? No, I okay. let them cool. So the recipe I used is one that I've used quite a few times and always comes out nice. And it's um, from the Biscuiteers book. So I got that out of the library years ago, and I mm-hmm. really like it as a book. I found it really quite inspiring. 
Um, Biscuiteers, if you don't know who they are, they're a London-based company, I think. And they do a range of very high-end biscuits. They sell them in things like Selfridges and, you know, that sort of level. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order direct from their website as well. I got a set for a birthday once and they come in a tin through the post. And I've done a, I've done a workshop with them before at Hasty's Handmade Fair. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, but all of their packaging is postable and all of their biscuits come through the post and they are all royalised flooded biscuits and they have different, you know, themes. And it's about... £25 is what the sets start at, but as a sort of gift to them that comes through the post. Yeah. So their recipes are sturdy enough to survive postage, but not so hard you can't eat them. <laughs> okay. Well, that's handy. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've, I've sort of used that and then sort of tweaked the flavour in a bit, but okay. that is the recipe I tend to go for. And I, I really like their book. I would recommend it as a read. So, so do you know how long they stay fresh for? I think theirs said they could last up to like three weeks. Right, okay. And that's just... What, just in a container? Yeah, just in a container, not in any kind of free... I was going to say oven then, obviously not in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> not in a fridge, is what I meant yeah. to say, or a freezer, just out in a in an airtight container. I think that's that's always the, my kind of thing, that yeah. I've, got, I've made the cookies, I've put them into a container... And take them out and I uh, decorate them. And then I always find that, you know, the air gets to them and they start to go soft. So these ones, I'm pretty sure they said that once you flooded them and decorated them, they went back in the oven for a little bit to like completely dry them out before you then, to dry the icing out completely, before you then put them um, in the airtight containers. Right. So I think that helps with making them travel a bit better. Okay, and I w- maybe putting them back in the oven, what, just on a low heat? Yeah, on a low heat, just to dry out the royal icing. Oh, so I wonder if that dries it out quick enough that the moisture from the royal icing doesn't go into the... Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can do it once they've crusted, obviously, you wouldn't flood it and then stick it straight in the oven. You decorate them all and then put them back yeah, in yeah, to yeah. Like, dry them thoroughly. But yeah. I think that it does stop the mo- yeah, like you say, stop the moisture from the icing going back into the biscuit and it also stops the icing sucking the moisture out of the biscuit. Yeah sort of yeah. creates that little barrier but yeah they've got a lot of different flavors in their um book as well there's like chocolate there's various different vanillas there's i think oh, there's right. gingerbread type ones so yeah so it's quite nice to um get a good recipe because i think mm. that um a lot of the recipes that i see um are american yes so there's either a product that you can't get or you need to substitute yeah um, or of course it's all in cups <laughs> yeah and also we don't really have cups over here and if you find some yeah. then it's all a bit how much do I need to buy because I can't <laughs> like yeah. unless you physically have the cups in front of you and you're working out how much you need yeah. to buy it's quite difficult and you'll end up buying something way too big or like way yeah. too small or have but, a conversion chart but did you also know and I found this out from the business of cake decorating's podcast they did one on baking last week I think mm-hmm. um that cups are different in America and Canada, so you need to check what recipe you're using as to what the cup size actually is. And and that's not always evident, is it? No, no, and not at all. If you're browsing on the internet, you you don't know, you know, there's nothing to say, oh, this is a Canadian recipe. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, just something to be aware of, that if, the, if it doesn't come out right, maybe you've used the wrong country's oh that's a palaver isn't it i have one cookie book 
but it Same. is absolutely fantastic. And my, um, I've got Julia Usher, not Asher, <laughs> Ultimate Cookies. She's got some very creative stuff, hasn't she? She has. What did I send you a picture over of a snake? Didn't yeah, I? but it's made of lots of little biscuits all stuck together to make yeah, the body. I've got the Lindy Smith book. So this one's really quite old. Yeah, again, she's out there before the trends. It's a little yeah. square one called Bake Me on Yours Cookie. And this came out in 2008. Um, because it's Lindy Smith, most of the decoration is sugar paste rather than royal icing. But... Yeah. They're really nice. Like she's done quite a lot that are on regular shaped biscuits and cookies. So like circles or squares or heart shapes. So she's done like the bride and groom style. Um, she's also done some little goldfish. There's some angels. There's some wedding favour type ones. Um, the one that I think is the most iconic from this book and you might well have seen is the Indian elephants that are all yeah. dressed up for a festival. So they've got all the decoration on them. Those are absolutely yeah. stunning. I think they've featured in quite a few things since they've been in the book. But, she's, um, she's really good at her elephants, mm, isn't she? The elephants are beautiful and really fun to do. There's also, which I think are the standout pieces from this book, the goldfish, which are absolutely stunning. There's some hanging baubles. Um, and also, I just flicked past something. I was like, oh, yeah, that one. The fans, the Chinese fans. Oh. Ja- sorry, Japanese fans, not Chinese fans. Japanese yes, fans. Yes, I know the ones you meant. Um, yeah, they're really stunning as well. There's also some more simple things, but it's just basically a page per per biscuit design with a load of recipes at the front and how to store them, how to cover them. Quite inspiring mm. and quite good for all levels. <laughs> and probably, if you bought it now, probably quite a cheap purchase because it's not a new book. So Yeah. So I can see how our afternoon is going to pan out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many Definitely. cookies are you going to make this afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> it has inspired me, I've got to say, looking through, like, oh, I just actually quite fancy that. Um, yes. But one thing I really wish that we had over here, which we don't, is cookie shows. Yes. So we've had Cake International over the last sort of few years, obviously maybe not so much this last year, have tried to branch out and instead of going and gone from like one big main show in November to doing more regional shows and smaller ones and more often, but they seem to do them as a a, a sort of scaled down version of the big show, which I don't think really translates that well. Whereas I think if someone started up as a smaller show, as a more local show, something like a cookie show, which is a specific interest, or you could just do flowers, you know, or whatever it is. Um, I think that'd actually be really good because you're getting a real niche of people and you can tailor that day to exactly what they want. Mm. Yes, they they did start by adding um, cookies onto their their competition. Yeah, yeah, they have. But But it's not enough, really. No, like you've got... No, no. So the two shows that I found, there's Cookie Con, which is in America, which is Cookie Convention, um, that's in Orlando and Dallas, and for your ticket, you get um, what does it say? Included with your CookieCon attendance ticket is the opportunity to choose two hands-on elective classes to add to your schedule. These specialised classes will help tailor CookieCon to you and your experience level and interests. Electives will take place on Friday and Saturday of CookieCon. You can then also add on extra workshops as well. Um, there's also open demos, breakout sessions, orientation, keynote opener, and other events. Oh, 
So yeah, I think that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it sounds really interesting. So the classes they've got, I'm just looking at the Orlando one. Um, Four, five, six. I think you've got a choice of about. Oh, okay. (laughs) F G H. So it's got groups A to. So it's got Friday class tracks. Um, You have the opportunity to select the class track if you wish. Essentially, the order in which you can attend core classes and when your breaks are. So basically, there's timetables from A through to H. And each one will take you through different people in a different time slot. So you've got someone at 11, 12, 1 o'clock, you've got a break. And then someone else at 2, at 3, at 4, at 5. So it's like a whole day of, you know, different classes at different times, either workshops or demos or talks or that sort of thing i think it just sounds really interesting it does yeah it, it sounds a bit more convention obviously it is a convention it's more of a convention than a show but it's something that i would definitely be interested in because you can tailor it to your level completely and your interests yeah. rather than just hoping there's a space you can book it all ahead of time and be like right i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this and i'm doing this network event and i think no, it sounds, sounds really interesting, interesting. Mm. it does sound really interesting yeah. you while know, you were t- while you were talking i decided to Google cookie exhibitions. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all talking about, you know, cookies that go onto your computer. Yeah. That that was what I had that's what I had in my results. You need to search cookie convention to be able to find oh, things. Really? That's yeah. really bad, isn't it? It's got to be a convention. Yeah. yeah. So there's also Cookie Expo, which um I'm not sure where that is, to be honest. This is this because this current one is being advertised as a virtual event, but obviously in other times okay. it wasn't. And it, the price is in dollars, so it's clearly not in England. But it says they're gonna it's gonna be an English event, so they're talking in English, which can limit you to some countries. Um, you get three live, hands-on, full-length decorating classes, um, and an event kit which includes stuff from sponsors as well, uh, networking opportunities, giveaways, discounts, um, access to a private Facebook group, recipes, templates, video tutorials, um, and that's $100 for a standard ticket. Okay. But yeah, I think as an idea for a show, I would much rather go to a tailored convention than a scaled-down version of a big show. Yeah, I think if if you're looking at a smaller audience, because I also think like you could probably get more money off people because you're you're really going to their specific interests and everything there would interest them rather than walking around going, well, I don't want to buy fudge that someone's bought. I've already got half these tools. I don't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. I do find it at Cake International. I do wander off into the um, craft. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely into the craft show instead because sometimes yeah. I find that you know there's there's quite a crossover between um between cakes and cookies and craft and mm. whatever and um sometimes it's just a bit more interesting yeah absolutely absolutely say. but i feel like if you were just a bit more specific with your interest then you really could get people who are well known in those circles rather than just a big name so you're going to get people that if that's your scene you'd be much yeah. more like what you'd want to know learn what they're from. doing yeah 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 definitely I mean, yeah. I, I quite, yeah, I wouldn't mind attending one if there was one over here. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm ready for to pay for a trip to Orlando or Dallas to go to visit no, one. But if not I was just for that, no, if I was over there, which is unlikely at that time, I'm not sure what yeah. Matt would do while I was at a cookie convention. But there we go. But I would like to go one day. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we're just going. I'm three days on my holiday. I'm just going to do some cake stuff. <laughs> send send him to. Or if you go to Orlando, you can send him to Disney. <laughs> oh, that's true. He go to all the Marvel parks. I'd be quite happy. Oh, there the, you uh, go. Universal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Yeah, I quite like that. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, they should they should do one over here. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I think people would go, or we'd go at least. Yes, yeah, we'd be there. <laughs> <laughs> just a sample. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Things are just changing in terms of trends. Because I think, like, not long ago, all the cookies were sugar-pasted, and now a lot of them are royalised. Yeah. And now you're getting a lot more crossover where they're a real hybrid of the two and not just one yeah. option with embellishments of royal icing or... Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. people really are using the mediums together completely mm. rather than little elements of the other. Yeah. And they're becoming a lot more um, 3D. Yeah, a lot well, more 3D. And just a flat cookie. A lot more as a standalone piece as well. Whereas I yeah. think before they were a add-on, like a little gift, like instead of yes. a sugared almond or something. Whereas now they will be the centrepiece because of the work and the time that's gone into them. Like yeah. you see a lot of on Facebook, particularly lots of videos shared of like people in Eastern Europe who yes. are doing the really, really finely piped filigree type, yeah, flooded you know biscuits and cookies that look absolutely stunning. Like you could spend yeah. hours on just one. They're not something that is a biscuit that you're going to knock out in a few minutes. You know what I mean? They're no. they're proper <laughs> art that you would charge for properly. <laughs> And, and they would be, yeah, massively expensive as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The work that goes into them. I was, yeah. just, I was just thinking, it's just made me think that my, um, yeah, my only 3D art creation was those uh, gingerbread houses. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even them, like even gingerbread houses, like if you look at the sort of Kirsty's Handmade Christmas, the stuff the that they ones. did on their gingerbread houses one, and that's a, like a mainstream TV programme, so they're not going to be getting necessarily... Yeah the best of the best in a very niche industry it's more of a good amateur level i would say for most people um or sort of professional but not very well-known professional because the more well-known ones will be the ones that are judging yeah the intricacy of what they're doing is just like gone through the roof hasn't it in the last few yeah. years yeah Guess I've got to work harder on my gingerbread houses this year. <laughs> yes, up your standards. <laughs> okay, watch this space. <laughs> I'll report back to see yeah. whether I've managed to um, upgrade myself. Yeah, yeah. But there's an awful lot of beautiful cookies and um, biscuits on Instagram, which you can find endless amounts of inspiration for. And the thing mm. that I like about them is that very few of them are licensed characters or that sort of thing there's a lot yeah. more i think there's a lot more individual designs and sort of your own style and creativity on display than there is in the yeah. novelty cake realm yeah i think what you should do is actually get get all your cutters and then just cut out some cookies and then just see what what it looks like and create yeah. something using that yeah. because you don't you don't need to go out and buy Particularly, you don't need to go out and buy no. um, a whole heap of spe- specific cookie cutters. And I have got three drawers of cookie cutters, no less. I've, I've got one small drawer. It's, it's like a little A4 size drawer, but it's crammed full of cookie cutters. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is crammed full of cookie cutters. And um, it's one of those 
uh, high stacked um, plastic movable, uh, you know, where you you have a, a four stack of um, yeah of the units on wheels. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, three of them are crammed full. Wow. Of, uh, and of cookie cutters. How many do you use? Is it just the rounds? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. probably. To be fair, I didn't buy them all. I have okay. inherited a lot of okay. them. Okay, okay. Uh, so really, yeah, maybe it would be good fun just to uh, go and explore what there is and then mm. just do some random, uh, you know, cookies and see what your imagination... Yeah. Uh, I think they're really nice as, like, birthday presents as well. So, like... If yeah. you want to do something, but not something major, you could actually, now you said about freezing, you could bake them all in advance and have them all in the yeah. freezer and just take one out and decorate oh, yeah. it and make a really nice job of it for someone. I'm like, there you go, because not everyone wants a whole cake, especially if they live by themselves. They're not yeah. going to eat it all, whereas a very nice biscuit, they could quite possibly make their way through quite happily. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be quite happy to get a lovely, yeah. lovely decorated cookie. Yeah, yeah. it'd be exactly. really nice. Yeah, or like Christmas presents for people that have everything, you know. Well, exactly. What more could you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as you were talking about, um, so many people on Instagram, uh, so mm. many businesses on Instagram doing um, doing cookies, it kind of ties in nicely with your one to watch. It does indeed. So... <laughs> We've both got nice long lists of ones to watch, and I thought this time I would pick someone who is actually doing cookies to tie in very nicely, <laughs> as it gives us something to talk about. So my one to watch this month is Megan Warren, who on Instagram, and this is all one word, is Downtown Doe T.O. So her yeah. business is Downtown Doe Toronto. So the T.O. is for Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a designer turned cookie artist. She does cookies, content creation and workshops. And she's based in Toronto in Canada. Um, She has the most lovely range of cookies and biscuits. And her Instagram is basically all her biscuits and cookies. They're all, as far as I can see, they're all flooded, royal iced ones, piped ones. Um, And there's not a single licensed character on here as far as I can see they are nice and bright and colorful but in a sort of brights and pastels kind of way I don't know if that's making any sense but there's lots of color to them but they're not lurid they're very tasteful um she's got some fantastic lettering I really really love her lettering it's very very like graphic design like if you imagine sort of a really striking bit of sort of graffiti or a poster or something like that it's got that sort of arty element they're very I know she's not from Shoreditch but they're very Shoreditch to me yeah <laughs> I've not seen any lettering like that before if I'm being no honest. it's or like something on, that you might see on a t-shirt stuff, yeah. or on <clears throat> no they're really really great um she's got mm. loads of different designs I also really like her patterns so she's got some really normal shaped cookies so she's got some ovals which actually a bit remind me of eclairs but they're obviously just flat um, some yeah. circles, some you know, really regular shapes that she's decorated with all these piped geometric type patterns that look absolutely stunning. And she's got videos of how she's done it, little reels and yeah. stuff, so you can see how they're done. And actually, I think once you get your head around how to put them together, they're not as complicated as they look. But where mm-hmm. the lines are so clean and the colours are just right, they look really effective and really stunning. Um, there's lots of little characters as well. So she's got some little food ones, some animals some roller skates 
um, some floral designs. So she's done the, the floral designs that I really like are the ones where you flood the background shape of the flower and then you scratch pipe over the top in a different color the detail of the flower yeah so it's like a the background the color is flat and part of the background and the detail is piped on the top i think they look great she's got lots of little wedding favor ones there's some oh, there was a little will you be my bridesmaid one that's really cute <laughs> um yeah she's got quite a few videos into her, her reels at the minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, they're just stunning. They're really, really great. I love her style. I love the colour palette she uses, but I really love her lettering. She's also yes. got a, if you follow the link on her website, she also sells tutorials. So she does these through, um, let me get this right, How to Cake It, which is Yolanda Gamp's oh, right, okay. business. Yeah, so through her, um, she does cookie classes. And she's got a retro summer cookies, which is like, a, oh, these are really cool. They're very 70s. So roller skates, camper van, an old style camera. Um, she's got a taco night one. She's We've got, lost you now, haven't we? <laughs> I know. Tea party tutorials. You've got advanced florals, boho cookies, summer fruits, cookie lettering 101 and pup portraits. Now I'm interested in both of these. The cookie yep. lettering one, absolutely. And the pup portraits look really good as well. So I think as a... As a way of doing bespoke cookies, that could be really interesting because you're not running into any kind of issues with copyright and that sort of thing if you're doing it with someone's pet. Um, and also, she's yeah. got a pin badges one, which is very cute. But these are in dollars, and I'm still to figure out whether this is American or Canadian dollars. It's going to make quite a big oh. difference to the price of its Canadian do- dollars I because she's Canadian, Canadian, wouldn't it? I would have thought American because the website is American. Okay. Because Yolanda Gamp's American, isn't she? So I think it's probably American dollars. But the cookie lettering is a beginner level and the pup portraits is advanced level. One's $29.99, one's $34.99. But on the website, it does say if you buy two classes, you get 25% off. So Oh, right, okay. That may be me for the next week. I may be doing these. Um, I think her style is absolutely fantastic. She's got a great eye for detail. And they just look very clean and neat and cool. And... I really, really, really like them. Yeah. Particularly her lettering. <laughs> I really love that lettering. Yeah, actually. it's it's stunning, isn't it? Yeah. It but pops, it just really, it draws you to it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of something that you'd see in Urban Outfitters or that sort of vibe, yes. you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's Megan Warren and her Instagram is Downtown Doe T-O and that's all one word. So D-O-W-N-T-O-W-N-D-O-U-G-H-T-O. <laughs> I am now following her. Thank you very much. Fabulous. And who do you her. have, Sam? So this month, um, I've not gone with cookies, um, but I've gone with the tutor that I'd flown over from Spain um, a couple of years ago. Um, I'm going with Marc Suarez from Le Doux Collage. It's L-E-D-O-U-X-C-O-L-L-A-G-E. Marc is from Barcelona in Spain. Um, He has an incredible talent for making sculpted and sculptured and textured cakes. Um, He's superb at gravity-defying creations too. Um, he currently has a class with a fish. Um, it's blue. It's quite large. Um, has lots of texture and amazing red fins. Um, I'm assuming that they're wafer paper. 
um, the, and the movement on them is incredible. Um, the fish is, is on a pole, so it must be a couple of foot off the board. Um, it's currently an online tutorial he has with Domestica. Um, so on Instagram, you'll find it D-O-M-E-S-T-I-K-A. Um, it's, a, it's a place where um, experts share professionally produced online courses. Um, Mark's past works have included some amazing edible sculptures. Um, there's a variety of sculptured heads. Some of the heads that he produces are absolutely fantastic um, and he's won awards at Cake International for them. Um, he's got a bee, he's got a gravity divine donut box, a zombie chef cake. Um, so it's no surprise that he won a Cake Masters award for sculpted cake um, in 2019. Um, his, his other cakes include kind of tiered cakes with lots of textures and colours. Um, he uses lots of different mediums like ice mold and chocolate and wafer paper. Um, and his flowers are really kind of um, really artistic. And I think that you'll love going to have a look at his work. So go and check him out on Instagram. He is Mark Suarez and his page is Le Du Collage. I love his work. I will definitely be following him. Yes. Followed. There we go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and now the uh, drilling has recommenced behind me. <laughs> yeah, I, I never <laughs> noticed when it stopped, but every now and then I think, oh, it started again. It must have yeah. stopped before. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's driving me mad now. This is going to be a good day. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's probably time to come to an end, don't you? I think so. <laughs> That's it for this month. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll list the things we've mentioned in the show notes below. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sugarcraft Junkies and we'll be posting pictures of things that we've mentioned throughout the month. Uh, we'll be back on the 11th of August with yeah, episode 19, Can You Believe? Wow. When we'll be talking about weddings. We will see you then. Take care. Bye. Bye.